0: Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author, Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hi everybody. This is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com with another episode of the Homeschool CPA Podcast here at the Dollars and Cents Show. Um, I hope you're enjoying this series of podcasts I've been doing for a little while about homeschool co-ops. A lot of you lead homeschool co-ops, but today's session will be helpful for anybody leading any kind of group because I'm going to talk about 10 ways to avoid burnout. (laughs) You know, when I go and visit homeschool conventions, I frequently do a talk called Homeschool Co-ops, How to Start Them, Run Them, and Not Burn Out, and I will ask the people in the audience. Okay, are you here to learn about how to start a homeschool co-op, or how to run a homeschool co-op, or how to avoid burnout? Well, guess what hands go up. <laughs> they all want to know how to avoid burnout. Well, hey, speaking of homeschool conventions, I will be at some homeschool conventions this spring of 2018. I'm going to be at three conventions, and I hope to meet some of you. Uh, in early April, 5th through 7th, I will be at the Teach Them Diligently Conference in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm looking forward to that. They're going to have um, a leaders conference on Thursday, April 5th, before the conference officially starts. And then I'll be doing some workshops during the conference itself. And then immediately the next week, I will be at the Great Homeschool Convention in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where I'm from. So um, that's close by. That'll be April 12th through the 14th, 2018. And then I'll be back at another Teach Them Diligently conference, this time just up the road a little bit north of, from me in Columbus, Ohio. That'll be in June, June 7th through 9th. So I hope to see you at one of those homeschool conventions. But Like I said, when I am at a homeschool convention, the topic of how to avoid burnout is very popular and You know, I really feel for you homeschool leaders. You're wonderful people. You're homeschooling your own kids. You, you know, you still got to keep up a household and, you know, usually a marriage. And then you're also leading a homeschool group. (laughs) So it's pretty easy to get burned out. So I've got 10 ways to avoid burnout. This comes from my book called Homeschool Co-ops how to start them, run them, and not burn out. It's also in the name of a, a workshop I do frequently at homeschool conventions. Uh, we'll see if I get through all 10 of them in the podcast here or if I want to save some of them for um, part two. All right. So my first tip for ways to avoid burnout is to, well, approach the whole idea of leading a homeschool co-op with your eyes wide open. All right. Know the pros, know the cons of leading this group. Uh, give it serious thought. Uh, I think you you are so much better prepared for anything if if you go into it knowing the pros and cons, the advantages and disadvantages, because when you're in the trenches, all you know about are the disadvantages and the hard work, but you have to keep in mind the very important advantages of running and operating a homeschool co-op. Basically, you're being a huge blessing to tons of homeschool parents and those kids, and you're having a positive influence on those kids. Um, In in the book, I spend a, a chapter just on the advantages of homeschool co-ops and the disadvantages in fact um i did podcast episodes on each of those uh podcast number 113 the benefits of homeschool co-ops and podcast number 114 well the disadvantages you gotta know both folks you gotta know both it'll keep you from burning out partially because it just acknowledges yeah there are some hard things about this and um you'll be better prepared for dealing with with them Number two follows pretty closely on the understanding the advantages and disadvantages going with your eyes wide open. And that is have clear and realistic expectations. Okay. You as the leader need to have clear and realistic expectations about what your co-op is and what it is not, what it can accomplish and what it cannot. And you also need to communicate the expectations to your members but your members might also need to uh, communicate their expectations to you. Now, that's not to say you're going to meet all of their expectations. Because, of course, you cannot be all things to all people. You can't even be all things to some people. You can't even be some things to some people. <laughs> okay. I I spent a little time in the book. And, of course, I talked about this in another um, podcast episode just about... You know, dealing with with the expectations that people have. The expectations that people have of you and of your co-op can cause you to burn out because they're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing, you know? Just things like, why are we not doing plays? Why are we not doing field trips? Why are we not doing high school classes? And you just want to throw up your hands and say, I can't. Realistically, I can't. So please, ladies and gentlemen have clear and realistic expectations on what your co-op can be and what you you can offer and what your leadership team can offer if you try to meet everyone's expectations or even some of some people's expectations you will burn out all right so so keep in check your own expectations and also keep in check what uh, others expect of you I do a lot of phone consultations with homeschool leaders and sometimes I hear about their plans and their plans are big and and uh, they have big dreams and, and I don't want to squash that, um, but I, I do tell them, especially if they're brand new to homeschooling or if their children are young, start slow, do a trial period of six weeks, see if people are interested, then go for another trial period of six more weeks and see if you like it. But instead, I, I just talked to a homeschool leader. It just felt horrible. But her, her homeschool co-op is only a year old. They only just started in September. And this is March. And they're shutting down. They're actually shutting down early. And I'd love to, you know, I, I jokingly said to her, I'd love to have her, you on my podcast to, to learn, you know, what you did wrong. <laughs> Why are you burning out? and Why is your group closing after a year? Um, Just, you know, to help us all not repeat the mistakes. It she and her group might've done. Okay. So, uh, number three, uh, uh, how to avoid burnout in leading your homeschool group plan ahead. Ooh, do you do that? Some of you fly by the seat of your pants. Most of us having been parents and now homeschooled uh, parents know we have to plan ahead. And in particular, um, have a mission statement. I discuss this in my book on homeschool co-ops, have a mission statement that helps you define what you will do, whom you will serve and when and where you will meet. And I actually have kind of a, a, a worksheet you can go through, but, but just creating that mission statement kind of, kind of says we will be this, but not that. And if, and if that's the way you want to write your mission statement, do it. But you know, for example, um, We will offer classes, but we will not offer grades. We will not do transcripts. We offer enrichment classes, but not academic. We offer elementary school, but not high school. Things like that. Um, Have a mission statement that defines very carefully what you do, whom you serve, and even if you have to, whom you will not serve. You have to limit yourself, folks. Did I just already say this? You can't be all things to all people. Also, let let me emphasize here again um, your, your job is not to homeschool other people's kids. Okay. Even though you run in a homeschool group, their job is to homeschool their kids, not you. A lot of these, uh, uh, tips kind of all, uh, coalesce together a little bit. So I'm going to try to repeat. I'm probably going to repeat myself a little bit. Number four, get help. Oh, please get help. You can't do this alone. If you try to do it alone, you're going to burn out. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be frustrated. Um, You probably know that, right? But in my book on homeschool co-ops, I give the example of Moses from the Old Testament and how he was, yes, called to be God's leader, to lead the the Israelites out of Egypt. But he was taking on a huge amount of responsibility himself. And his father-in-law comes out into the desert uh, and meets him and sees Moses is sitting all day long, settling arguments between people. Oh my gosh, what a horrible job, huh? <laughs> Settling arguments all day long. He was acting as judge and jury and telling them basically how to settle their conflicts. And his father-in-law says what you're doing is not good. In in modern language he'd say you're going to burn out. And and God speaking through the father-in-law, Jethro was his name, says to Moses, basically, get help. Find people uh, who are leaders, and and assign them in into groups and subgroups and subgroups and, and help you manage this and train them, you know, in what the Lord would have them do to settle these, these cases. In your situation, you need to have a board. You need to have people to help you. I've been working with a, a homeschool group, um, quite large group. It's not a co-op in that the children, um, the parents don't stay and volunteer. It's a drop-off program, primarily junior high and high school kids um, whose parents are looking for academic classes, wonderful program, been around a long time, but they have a board of four people and that's it. Four people are doing everything. And, and, uh, oh gosh, it's just been sad because, um, they brought me in to help them, you know, basically get tax exempt status and get get better organized with their money and all kinds of things they were not doing well because there were only four of them doing it all and one of the leaders quit so now they're down to three and she the the main leader just emailed me to say um well we're we've lost another one now we're down to two. Oh please she she needed to spend more time as you would say in baseball building her bench a deeper bench, more people to bring on and help her. And part of the the, the root of the problem with that organization was it was a drop off. There was an expectation of the parents that I can just drop off my kid here, and I don't have to help. And either she's got to change that paradigm, you know, to uh, say, well, now you do have to help, or she's got to start charging a lot more and hiring people to help her. I said you can't deliver quality at low cost, you know. And, and no involvement from the people at the same time. You're going to have to either get some more volunteers, which is difficult because, again, it's a drop-off program, or charge more. She didn't like either, either of my options. <laughs> but she also didn't like losing board members and burning out. How to avoid burnout. Number one, approach the idea of leading your homeschool co-op with your eyes wide open. Know the advantages and disadvantages. Have clear and realistic expectations about what you can do. And uh, also help your members have those clear and realistic expectations. Number three, have a clear mission statement defining what you do, whom you serve, and what you don't do. (laughs) Get help. You can't do this alone. And um, I'll finish off here with number five, and then we'll save the last five for the next podcast. But please focus on your purpose. I've said this like already five times. Not all things to all people. In the book on homeschool co-ops, I do help you write a mission statement and, and defining your specific purpose as your group. Now, that can change over time if you want it to, but try, please try, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, to stick to that purpose statement. Be unapologetic about this is what we do and we don't do that. Um, that's what makes you unique. That what makes you special. Now, the group I was just telling you about, the, the leaders, uh, you know, are leaving And something needs to change. So they are probably going to need to change their, their purpose or maybe their focus. And, and, uh, like I said, they, they were trying to be all things to all people. They were trying to offer a a low cost academic program that was high quality with no involvement from the parents. Something's going to give. And, um, I'm probably encouraging them to probably charge more, um, or to get, um, more involvement from volunteers if that works. So they're gonna to have to tweak their their purpose, their maybe not their purpose of delivering the, the quality education, but at least some of the ways that they're doing it um, in order to survive because they're almost on the brink of not surviving. Burning out not just the leader but the whole group, which would be a huge disappointment to uh, many, many homeschool families in in their local area. So I hope this has been helpful and encouraging uh, tune in for the next episode of the homeschool cpa podcast for more tips on how you can avoid burnout thank you for joining the dollars and cents radio show with carol top here at the ultimate homeschool radio network for more helpful information visit carol at her website homeschoolcpa.com